Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show, where we still think the shark looks fake. With me this <laughs> evening is my co-host, Russell. Oh. Shane. What? I just want to let you know. You don't need roads when you have family. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Uh, we have uh, somebody that isn't a douchebag Dave Great Scott It's me <laughs> We got a special guest tonight uh, Nathan ah! I thought the shark was gonna eat me <laughs> I did that to help with the sound No Probably didn't work uh, I don't know. I, I heard it. So sorry, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> don't, just don't scream directly into the mic. It'll be all right. Oh, don't do that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So this week we watched Back to the Future Part Two. Um. Nineteen eighty nine. PG. Hour and forty eight minutes. I thought it just changed. Like I don't know. I, I saw a nine and then it was an eight, and I was just like fucking time movies fucking with the length of the movie while I'm looking at it. That's fucking weird. It always changes time when you watch it. Yeah. Dude. Christopher Nolan could pull that off. Oh my god. Is he in this movie? No. So anyway. <laughs> I was I getting us back on I the just, train. I just, I just felt like <laughs> sucking someone's dick for a minute. Go ahead. Hey, Russell. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> uh, so, uh, synopsis? Oh, God. Uh, some time it's... shit happens. They go to the future, and then they go to the past. They... Well, they go, they, go to the, they go to the future, and then they go to the present. And then the present's fucked up, because while they were in the future, somebody in the future, went to the past and changed something. So when they leave the future, they go back to the present, which is 1985, in this case, and the present is different. And then they're like, what happened? Marty! Uh, and then... You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> McFly! Um, so then they go to the past again, and and fuck around back there and dump Biff in another pile of shit and then go back they're one they're gonna go back to the present but there's the lightning storm that happens at the end of the last movie uh is happening again in the DeLorean while flying because the DeLorean flies now as of the end of the first movie uh gets struck by lightning um and Doc disappears, and then a guy from Western Union shows up with a letter <laughs> and gives him gives Marty a 70-year-old letter in 1955. So from 1885, uh, that Doc is alive, but in the past. And not to worry about him. But then... Marty's like, only one man can help me now, and he runs up on 1955 Doc like 10 seconds after his the other version of Marty goes back to the present. And that 1955 Doc passes out because he's like, ah, oh, you just left. And he's like, no, I did, but now I'm back. <laughs> he's like, oh, great Scott, and falls over. <laughs> It's That's true. the end of the movie. There's a lot of shit that happens in this. I just like laid out the timeline. I didn't say any of the fucking shit that happens. Leah Thompson has huge boobs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So that happens. Big thanks fake Biff. fake titties. Which Marty can't stop looking at. Yeah. He he was stop looking at him in the first one either. Well, so. he got stuck oh, in that like my yeah. mom is is like hot in the fifties. Oh, this is gross. He got stuck in that frame of mind. Like, 
And that's how Marty became his own grandpa. Like, I hold that fucking uh, Back to the Future Part 1 and 2 are the reason that Pornhub is the way it is now. (laughs) That's the only reason? (laughs) It wasn't a stepmom, Shane. No, I know. It's worse. They, they like the porn toned it down. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Pornhub did that. Counterpoint to what you're saying about Pornhub, obviously. That's recommendation for you. So now we have to talk about that for a minute. Okay. I think it's actually due to the increasing rate of divorce. Did you already country. say this the other day? Did I? Did I say it on the podcast? I don't know though? if you said it on the podcast. I wanted to make sure it got in on the podcast because I feel okay. like it's a valid hypothesis. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. I just wish it would stop happening. <laughs> like I, I really want us to go back to the days of the plumber and the fucking pizza guy, and like. Cheating on your wife with your secretary or your boss or whatever, you know, like that's that's as taboo as I want it. I don't need it to be like your sister or your your horse or anything. I don't need any. <laughs> of that. Definitely not a horse. <laughs> not into that stuff. Step not horse, a, not on my Pornhub search, thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, stop getting caught in, like, washers and dryers. Fuck. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what sort of weird pseudo-rape thing? Like, I don't fucking Dude, I don't get fucking that. know either. And it's always so stupid. I'm stuck in this open window. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That they're clearly not stuck in. Like, are your, your titties, like, hooked onto the fucking handle for the lock? Like, have you seen the meme where... Yes. Pooh Bear is stuck, and he's nope. like, Piglet, help, I'm stuck. Piglet, stuck in, what are you stuck doing? In the, <laughs> stuck in the honey jar? Yeah, he's stuck. In, yeah. Well, he's stuck in the... When he gets stuck in that hole. Stop, oh, stop the pig. whole episode Stop. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen the, uh, the like, uh, TikTok or Vine or YouTube, whatever. I'm too old. Um, Vine doesn't exist <laughs> You anymore, sounded but. really old saying all that. The TikTok Vine. Whatever. Dude, you can say something that was popular on the internet two years ago and sound old. Yeah, I know. It's absolutely ridiculous. Vine. <laughs> yeah. I was I was Vine famous. Uh, wow. I was trending for we a week. We have a celebrity on our show. Congratulations, Dave. Thanks. Um, did you, you get a Vine it's... award? Yeah. I didn't get a Vine award. Oh. You should have kept it going. Rolled it over into YouTube famous yeah. so you can make money. Could have TikTok. been a TikToker. Anyway, uh, the, it's basically like just the setup for all the porn, but like the brother just helps his sister out. He like helps her get out of the laundry, uh, yep. out of the washer <laughs> yep. and like helps her with the laundry. He like gets her hand out of the sink and gets her fucking ring out and like... <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> it's really funny because it like totally sets it up, and then it's like he just like helps her. <laughs> it's like, huh? Well, she keeps trying to get stuck in stuff. Yeah. Anyway, back to Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like I didn't like this one enough to not talk about it. So yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Shit on it. This movie's not very good. Um, <laughs> I disagree. It, Same. Comparatively to the first one. That, I somewhat agree. So, my I have, I have two issues. One is a primary issue that spans across the entire movie. Uh, and then I have a secondary issue, which I don't like the way they explain something. Um, my primary issue with the movie is there's no feeling to this movie. Like, there's no, there's no heart. Uh it very much comes off like, hey, we made a big hit. <laughs> Let's do it again. Um, whereas, like, the first one, you really feel like Marty. Like, you, you like he's experienced... It's, it's a little weird. Some of it's weird with his mom. But he, like, wants to see his dad be a better person yeah. and, like, stand up for himself. And there's, there's so much fucking raw gut nerve feeling in the first movie that, like, when I was watching this, I was like... The next time someone tells me Back to the Future 2 is better than Back to the Future 1 or the best one, then, like, they need kicked in the sack. Because, like, the first one fucking gets deep in the feels. How many people have told you that? 
I I've heard it see, a lot I, actually. That, it's just been like a general consensus. Because yeah, like I heard a I've lot. I've never heard that. People are like, yeah, fucking sequels. What? There are no sequels that are better than the first one. And they're like Godfather two and Back to the Future Part two. Which well, no to both of those. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, as we've discovered, Godfather two. I Terminator I two. I will say yes. And Terminator two. What Shane? No, Godfather 2 was crap compared to the first one. Not at all. They're both great, but I think 2's better. When was the last time you watched them? Uh, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. With my grandpa. The third one is fucking... The third one's not oh, great. Yeah. third one's not great. third one's real bad. But anyway, but there's there's a thing that I want to tack on to what you just said. Yeah. And and it was something that I noticed from the very beginning because we have this this huge change in the cast where Jennifer is changed over to uh Elizabeth Shue, which I thought was going to be a big deal, but then she's like yeah. literally not even in the fucking movie. So I don't yeah. know why that it mattered. Like that that girl literally just like had pneumonia or something the week they were <laughs> shooting her scenes or like, you know, she was on a game show or on a cruise, like literally like a two day commitment, you know, whatever it was, it literally was just like, we're, we have to shoot you these two days and you can't show up. I don't know what actually happened, Nathan, you might, but like literally like less than five minutes of screen time in an almost two hour movie. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with it. No, I Elizabeth love Elizabeth Shue. fucking awesome. I love Elizabeth yeah. Shue. But that also makes me kind of disappointed that she wasn't in it more. But that's not the point here. The point was, is they had to reshoot that beginning scene, okay? And from that moment on, it felt like uh, Michael J. Fox and fucking, goddammit, what's his fuck? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd were acting like they were acting like the characters that they were supposed to be. Yeah. Because, like, the beginning felt really like, hey, we just got to get through this part. We've already done it once. Let You know, this is what I said. This is kind of how I said it. So I'll kind of do it like that again. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, and the rest of the movie felt like that. Yeah. I think there's some real credence to, to, to that. Because the thing that I loved in the first movie uh, was about Michael J. Fox's performance was like how believable and relatable he was yeah, and how just like dedicated to the role he was. He didn't feel stilted. He didn't feel like uh, off. Like it felt, it felt great. Like there's so much feeling yeah. to the first movie and, and this Marty in the second one is a caricature of that. Yeah. 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 Like all of the, all of the feeling was gone. Mm -hmm. It was just like, so like, I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, I, I completely agree. If you asked Dave when he was like 10, he'd be like, yeah, part two's the best. Yeah. But now watching them for the first time in a long time, first one, the first one is definitely better. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's weird, right? Because like the first one, I was excited to watch this one because the first one feels like it, it's just so much set up for a universe that they're creating. And then this one was just like, tried to expand on that universe which was cool in theory and i like the stuff with with fucking biff traveling back and giving the almanac like i like mm -hmm. the general idea of the story uh minus the discrepancies that i haven't talked about yet yeah but like i like that idea seeing biff as like the rich millionaire and like all the little stuff they put in on how he could have ruined the local area i thought was really good like that was entertaining that was great but like it just doesn't have any fucking heart like yeah the the most heart it has is where yeah, marty's trying to talk to his mom about standing up to biff and even then like he's still just such a caric caricature of him of his the character in the first movie that mm -hmm. it doesn't even come across the same way it does in the first movie yeah plus like she has like leah thompson has no believable ounce of reaction in like the whole part that she's in, in yeah that part she didn't give a fuck about doing the sequel yeah whereas like in the first one she's like on on, on point yeah and like for the time what they did with like incorporating the scenes from the first movie was really good yeah um but you I, can see some of the static yeah, from so where the scenes are playing on, on some sort of green screen or just inserted yeah, or something. Yeah, so it's it's like I don't know, I don't remember exactly how they did it, but it's like um 
some kind of like double exposure kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you can tell like all the stuff is like extra light around it or the thing that is moving is extra light. Yeah. You know, so like some of the effects they did with the, um, the DeLorean, if it's, if there's background that you can really kind of see, it looks bad because it's like, it's like washed out. Yeah. Um, versus the background. And then the parts where, uh, there's two, Michael J. Fox on the screen at the same time, uh, like during the the stage scene, yeah, and he's like climbing in the background, yeah. Um, the foreground is like super washed out, and it's just like has to do with the technique they used. I mean, it's great for 1985. Yeah, yeah it still looks or 1989. Pretty good. It looks re- it looks good. Yeah, and but, and and I'm sh- I'm sure this is one of the first instances of this happening. Like, like <sighs> I don't I don't remember. I don't know. Anything that came before it, though. It's kind of like the different colored book being the key to open the um, the secret door. Yeah. In Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know, like, it's just the way the effect was done at the time. Yeah. And, I mean, it looks good for how old it is. And, you know, they did what they could. Also, watching this, I realized that Endgame is just Back to the Future 2 with Marvel characters. And RDJ <laughs> doesn't try to fuck his dad. Yeah. Or his dad doesn't try to fuck him, I guess yeah. would be the proper way to put it. So, you True. guys talked a little bit about Elizabeth Shue, you know, yeah. playing that role, but you guys didn't talk about Crispin. No, Crispin, but that, like, again, that character is, like, hardly in it. And, like, the the big parts that he was in were from the other movie. Yes. Why? Uh, Because everyone hated him. So he wasn't in the sequel. What was the real reason he wasn't in the movie, though? I don't remember. Ah. Glover and producers did not come to a financial agreement for him oh, yeah, to money. reprise the role of George McFly in Back to the Future Part Two, 1989. Yeah, this is straight from IMDb. Check this out. The producers brought the character back to life by splicing together archive footage and new scenes using an actor and a prosthetic makeup. Glover, who had not given permission for his likeness to be used, sued the film's producer, Steven Spielberg, and won. The case prompted the Screen Actors Guild Award, or Guild, I said award, to devise (laughs) new regulations about the use of characters' images. Yeah. That's pulled straight out of Dave's corner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I was going to. I've seen your reactions to it. Because I knew that right kind of about the movie, but I wasn't exactly sure, so I actually just went to IMDb because... I forgot about the likeness stuff, but yeah. I, 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 we had talked about well, that before at some point, I think. When we were watching the movie, I was like, is that Chris? That's not him. It's, and yeah, then they show not. him from the back, you know, and he does the wave to Marty because you're getting everything... Because I like how they did all those scenes, like, of yeah. the dance. The dance is my favorite part because how they still had everything going on. Right. And... Marty's trying to hide from everybody. Yeah. I just, I really like that shit. So I Actually, apologize if that ruined the corner. No worries. I got more. Uh, That's I'll just, good. I'll throw this one now. Uh, they, uh, that whole storyline with him being dead. Oh, yeah. With George, George Fly being dead is because he refused to do the sequel. Yeah. So oh, they just wrote okay. that. Nice. <clears throat> okay. I didn't know that. Right around. That's actually, I, I think that that is one of the better parts of the movie um although i do wish the graveyard scene would have been done better yeah okay i was gonna yeah. say like i don't yeah. know michael j fox was real unconvincing be like yeah no yeah. it would have been better if he would have been able to come to terms and done the movie no. because i feel like if they'd have had like marty go back and be like what happened between you and mom like that would have been a really yeah. great scene yeah yeah, that we missed out on. Yeah, and talking about what you guys were talking about earlier about how everything felt off. I didn't realize how off it felt until now. And then, yeah, that was kind of like the whole premise of the movie was obviously rushed because it's like we're gonna go back and talk about your kids, and it's like you could have came up with a way better story than that. Yeah, yeah. to go or, to the future <clears throat> at least. Like, I don't hate the reasoning. But it just made it goofy. I liked the hoverboard scene being a recreation of him on the skateboard from the first movie. Yep, that's yeah. that that is amusing. But 
it just felt goofy and cheesy instead of like homaging or like being real. Like I, I don't know. It just is that because. <sighs> So we talked about this during the cyberpunk stuff. Sorry to bring this up to everybody that wasn't into the whole like 16 months of cyberpunk, but, um, (laughs) um, yeah, the, the, the movies that we didn't like very often had poor, uh, prediction of future technology. Right. Right. So is that part of why like it was so cheesy and dumb? Like cuz like I mean, some of the shit in that was just like because they went so far stupid. over the top. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you're looking at 89 and they only went uh, 30 th- yeah, 26 well, years into the future. Yeah, 26 years from the date of the movie, but from in yeah. the in the movie it was still 30 years, but yeah. So what while the technology boom was grand and ridiculous. Yeah. I still I don't really understand why they thought we'd have flying cars, uh. But that's I mean that's not you know you'd have to talk to somebody from the eighties and that was a futurist, so like that that's usually lost on me. Um, but because even now when stuff takes place in like twenty sixty and twenty seventy five, it's like flying cars, and I'm like I doubt it, but okay, sure. Um, I think that is part of it on why it felt so goofy and cheesy because they went so far over the top. Yeah. But also, inst- what also what they did was they just like made the eighties more extreme. Yeah, like it wasn't even like a prediction of changes. It was just let's what just if, keep going in this yeah, direction. Yeah, what if this direction mm-hmm. like got exploded with a fashion bomb? Yeah, and. You know, I don't know. Yeah, they, well, I mean, they only went forward a year. They basically went into the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Extreme! We also know that hoverboards don't work on water. Yeah. Okay. Unless you got power! It <laughs> uh, makes yeah, absolutely also, no sense. Uh, but Biff's okay. son is fucking annoying, I, and I hate him. Um, yeah, I didn't remember him being like that. Yeah, like... I I don't know. Like Biff Biff in the first movie is like a believable villain bully yes. guy and he's and obnoxious. In this one, and and in this one like Yeah, but Griff no. Yeah, but Griff is yeah. just like a fucking Yeah, what? so I actually um that was probably the best part of this movie though was uh Tom Wilson. Because he played like <laughs> six fucking roles. Yeah. And they were all great. Yeah, he really got a chance to shine. Like, we hated Griff, but, like, it was well done. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't because he acted it poorly. It was just because it was a weird character, and he was also a dickhead. So it's really yeah, easy Yeah, it's not to his him. fault I don't like the character. But it gets yeah. better. That's The next one's even better. Yeah. Because you got Griff, Biff, and then Buford. And we don't even okay. get to see the Biff, Griff in between. Like, the because da- the, there's a dad there. You know yeah. what I mean? Because... Griff is his grandson. Yeah. What what other fucking stupid ass name did they have? Like Diff? That's what I was thinking <laughs> for a second. Jiff? He was a real peanut buttery guy? Like, I wanna know. Dude, I don't know. It's it's Jiff. <laughs> Buford's my favorite, but I mean obviously we're not there yet. Yeah. Next week. I <sighs> did love how much this movie set so as much as I like for a movie to just be a thing and like be able to watch it one off. I do always enjoy when there are tie-ins and I, yeah. I do think that for the most part, except for the ending, um, ending set aside, I thought that this movie did really well peppering in where it was going. Cause like doc says, uh, the in the first movie doc says he always wanted to go back where well, he wants yes. to go to the future, but he also mentioned something about going wild west. to the Wild West. And in this movie, he says it again, but he elaborates on it a little bit more. And, and then you see Buford in a clip uh, where they're talking about yes. the Tannins, yep. like family history or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when he's having problems with the uh, the clock shorting out in the, I don't remember what he calls it, but basically the setting uh shorts out in the 
uh, DeLorean, it flashes 1885. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they seeded it. They seeded the all three movies throughout all three movies, or at yeah. least the first two so far. Yeah, and most storyline, like, flows, like, they don't have a lot of inconsistency. Except for the part that you guys are going to eventually talk about. Yeah, I think we're there. Uh, <laughs> segue. Go for it. Go for so, it, Russell. Tear it all down. Wait. Segway! Is that still... Can we go back and do that Yeah, again? we can always that do that. Yeah. You're always more than welcome to just scream segue, even if we're not segueing. Yeah, well, we're talking about something else. I'll just pretend I'm on a segue. Fuck it. Uh, I didn't you know, know Eagleton had 400 I, segues they had to sell when they merged with Pawnee. Because Pawnee citizens couldn't afford to use the segways? No, because... Uh, Eagleton was broke, dog. Yeah, Eagleton was broke. Oh, yeah, Eagleton, Eagleton goes broke. Drools, Pawnee rules. It's true. Truth. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Lafayette. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, when we're in the future... Um, yeah. So, Doc even breaks it down. You have the future... 1985 and the past so when we're in the future biff travels back and gives the almanac that marty bought that docks her away to his younger self back in 19 what is it 1955 55 yep back in 1955 but nothing changes in the future when biff comes back right which like at first I'm like okay maybe it's maybe it wouldn't be instantaneous it depends on perspective but then when they go back to 1985 they go back to 1985 and they drop Jennifer off they drop Jennifer off they end up in Doc's workshop and Doc explains it as if it would be instantaneous yeah and basically then, the concern that marty has is that they're going to leave her in this alternate version of 1985 yeah and what doc says is that uh Einie has the dog einstein and jennifer will never experience this 1985 and never remember it because it will instantaneously change if they fix it it'll instantaneously change from this 1985 to their original 1985 is what he says yeah so, then Doc goes on to explain, that he, and he draws it out, as if they're creating a variant timeline, diverging from the original timeline, instead of changing the timeline. Can't fuck with the sacred timeline. <laughs> yeah, so, um, then the rest of the movie goes on to contradict everything that he says. Which is okay as long as he says, I might not know how this works or something like that, but he's fucking sure. Yeah. He's like, no, this is how fucking time works. This thing I just learned about three days ago. Because that's yeah, another the, thing the, I want to point out. All of this takes place inside of like two weeks for yeah. these guys. That's true. So yeah. this is the, fucking exhausting. The yeah. worst part, I think, is that the proof of him being wrong comes before him saying it. Yeah. Because it's like... Biff goes back, changes the past, comes back to the future, to the same future. Yeah. And it's like, okay, then they leave, and their past is different. And so if, if he left and went to 1955 and changed something, mm -hmm. then it's already different. Yeah. So then he goes back to his future, which should not exist anymore. And they even say that. Where they go back to 1985, and that 1985 is different, and Doc's like, no, we can't just go back to the future and stop Biff, because that future is this past's future. Yeah. And we can't, we can't go to our original future. He says that. Yeah. So, like, if Biff went back to 1955 and changed it, he couldn't go back to the same future that Marty right. and Doc were in. Rendering Marty and Doc stuck in, either stuck in the alternate timeline That's or That's the other erased. thing, is that he draws out alternate timelines as though the original timeline still exists, but you can't access it from 
the alternate timeline unless you go back to the point or before it diverges. Yeah. So if somebody is in the alternate 1985 and you go back and stop it from happening, they don't they don't transfer to the original timeline. They cease to exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. like the explanations of that whole scene where they explained everything there, just none of it makes sense. Yeah. None of it works with how they've done time travel through the all the other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because even in the first movie, they're going back to change the past so that the future or the present continues to happen and it's slowly changing. Right? Because he has the photo. Yeah. So it's never it's never been instantaneous. From the beginning of the first movie, it's never That's been true. instantaneous. Yeah. Right. And then in the middle of the second movie, he's like, ah, it's instantaneous. Even though five seconds ago we it didn't even work like that at all. <laughs> and the whole first movie was completely different, and it took a fucking week for your sister to disappear. <laughs> God damn it, Morty. <laughs> so I'm under the I impression mean, that Doc can't explain to Marty why he's a piece of shit mathematically if he doesn't understand how his time doesn't work. Yeah. I know I didn't get a chance to talk about this, and I'm a week behind, but I really love that whole uh, clock tower uh, setup that they have uh, in the first movie with the wind-up car and how it shows how everything's going to work. Yeah, the, the I model. wanted to get that out there because I didn't get a chance I, to. I didn't have time to develop this to scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at first you're just like, oh, okay. Wait, what? Why would he make it at scale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so I never really put that much thought into it. I just accept the movie for the way it is. Yeah, you just blew same. my fucking mind and same. I my childhood's trash, so thanks. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. It happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty childhood, I guess. <laughs> Okay, Nathan and I are going to cry about our childhood after this. Yeah. Okay. If you shit on the third one this bad, I don't know if I can be here for it. Because, God damn it, that's my favorite fucking one. I haven't seen that one in a really long Me time. Me either, dude. I, I haven't seen any of these in a long time. It's like, the first one, there was like a whole section in the middle where I was like, I don't remember any of this. And then this one, I was like, I forgot they went back into the past. I was like, wait, how does... Ugh, yeah. How do they get... I watched this the movie thing, so many times. The like, thing with mouth. Griff going into the tr- into the ship uh, thing, that's not Griff, that's Biff. How the fuck does that happen? And then they go back to the past, and I was like, oh, fuck. Wait a minute, what? It's like the best reoccurring thing in the whole movie, like yeah. the whole set of movies. No, I mean, it's good. It's it, I, I love the plot of this movie. I just wish that they had gotten their consistency correct and that like Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lloyd gave a fuck about this movie. Like, cause it just does not feel like they gave a shit. And yeah, yeah, I didn't didn't, like, yeah, I I guess I got that a little bit from the second one. Yeah. No, the first one, they totally care. And I agree with everything Russell said. Like, I think he nailed it. Like that movie had heart. Yeah, you know, and like everything with his dad, and then like him inspiring him to be like that book writer, like George, you got to do this stuff, and yeah. like giving him some backbone. Yeah, like I love that Fucking, aspect of the movie. I feel like the only person that showed up for this movie was Tom Wilson. Everybody else was like, mm. it's like the only job he ever had. So, <laughs> hey man, he fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, he if did. he's still living off royalties, I don't think so because his IMDb picture is black and white. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's not always true. Um, oh no. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about Flea. Yeah, Flea's in this. Flea did great. Wait, like from. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Chili Peppers? Yeah, he's... uh, God damn it, guys. He's in all three of these fucking movies. Yeah. Oh, shit, he is Needles. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Fuck. He is literally Marty's Biff. And if they would have made him related to the Biff thing, that would have been good. But they didn't even take that route. So we'll just say it went from, like, Biff to Needles to Griff, because that makes the most sense. Like, they, they had a... They they could have made something happen there, yeah. Like uh, and they could have made a joke about how he favors his mom because everyone else looks like, you know, Tom Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they could have done something there. 
I totally forgot that was Fleet. So it would have worked out if he was Biff's son and Griff's dad. Yes. Like the like, timing. Did you like the, the whole thing where like Marty's playing the guitar, but he sucks real bad? Yeah. Yeah. Because his hand don't like, work no good? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that was why, but... I think it is. Yeah, that's, no, they did. literally talk about it. Yeah. Not since the accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah, since the accident. Him, yeah. Fucked up his hand. I thought you were talking but about that. But they the never Parkinson's. allude to that accident. Well, they, they, they allude to it, but they never tell you why yeah. in this one, but you understand it. Did he start it having tremors thir- during? No, because okay. they understood it at the end of the third movie. That's the reveal. Because this whole, the whole thing, Marty's learning. That he can't go off the handle because someone's calling him yellow or chicken or whatever. Right. Like the whole premise of the movie is just, it's also the self growth of Marty. Yeah. Becoming not a little bitch. Yeah. Okay. One day Morty will become not a little bitch. Yeah. When he becomes Rick. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Evil evil Morty already is not a bitch. Oh, gee, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man. Yeah. Tom Wilson is like still working, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's he done? Uh, he's been in pretty much every TV show ever. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, As an see, extra? Like, was, he, was he in Supernatural? He was in House and Boston Legal and Bones and Ghost Whisperer and uh, he was in that Informant movie. Uh, he was in Psych, did some Family Guy. Uh, he did a bunch of he video games. He was probably Biff in Family <laughs> yeah, Guy. Yeah, I was getting ready <laughs> yeah. to say that. In Family Guy first step so he's probably literally a step that like is making fun of peter or something yeah. i don't know um first step's a doozy god dang it, i hate that show melissa and joey what the <laughs> fuck show is that uh melissa joan hart and uh joey lawrence did a show together okay millennial uh, nostalgia franklin yeah. and bash uh blossom and clarissa explains it all He's just in tons of stuff. He does does a lot of like voice acting. Um, he was on the ranch. He was in School of Rock. He was on Workaholics, the Training Day TV show that I didn't know existed. They so also, they also had a Lethal Weapon TV show that sucked. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, they had to replace the dude. Yeah, that was weird. Was like Who did episodes. they replace it with? I don't I don't remember. Sean William Scott? Oh, do yes. You, yeah. Do you remember that TV show that had Scott Speedman in it? And they were... Underworld. Car Thieves. It's a TV show. Not Underworld. It ran for like a season. It probably it was, sucked. It was basically like a Fast and the Furious TV show. About motorcycles? <laughs> BMX no, Bandits. It was about cars. They were I like know car what Dave thieves. said. But then they what? ended up working for like the FBI. I don't remember. Yeah, what that show I know what you're talking about. It sucked too. She's in NCIS. <laughs> oh, there's 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 a staple. Which one? What city was no, it? No, just regular NCIS. Oh, the good NCIS. Uh, he it's was not Criminal Minds. Huh? He was in nine episodes of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I would. Does he play Biff? No. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. It would kind of make sense in that. I, I would have gone back and finished Legends of Tomorrow because Legends of Tomorrow sucks. He was Henry Hayward. All right, look. Long no. and short of it, those guys obviously had a better career than I thought. Yeah. But he's not in Criminal Minds or Supernatural? Oh, I'm going back. Oh, okay. We don't know if he wasn't in Supernatural yet. Oh, no, he wasn't. Cause I, Shane would have known. Like, yeah, would he? Like, like, he'd yeah. have been like, bing! Yep, that guy was in Supernatural. <laughs> I wish Crispin Glover would have been in Supernatural. Um, He wouldn't give them his likeness rights. He should have played, played their dad in an alternate timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would be great. He was in Titus. <laughs> Do you guys remember Titus? Dean uh, been... Oh, God. Is that the comedian that yeah, always Chris talked Titus. about his dad? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Titus. Yeah. Titus was awesome. He just made a 9 11 joke too soon. Yeah. Wasn't it like the day after? No, it was, if it was Titus, two years yes. later, I think. He was in Nash Bridges. I'm so going way cold. back now. Freaks and Geeks. 
So is Seth Rogen. He was in six episodes of Freaks and Geeks. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Wasn't Freaks and Geeks like 12 episodes? Is he someone's dad? No, I feel he's, like he's uh, someone's he's dad. He's a coach. Oh, he's a coach. Yeah, Coach Ben Fredericks. So he was also Biff and Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yep. basically. <laughs> no, pretty much. Why is it PE coaches are such dicks in shows? Because they're PE coaches. Yeah, okay. You want to know one <laughs> no, show where on. they're not? Hold on. You want to know one show they're not? What? That hot teacher show with Cameron Diaz because Jason Siegel plays the gym coach and he wasn't a dick in that. He probably showed his dick though. What? <laughs> Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, bad teacher? Yeah. I don't think I ever watched that. I Maybe. did. It was I'm funny. I'm a huge Cameron Diaz fan. You should have seen her early work. <laughs> that was a porn joke. <laughs> Wait, she did porn? <laughs> Clear your internet searches, Dave. <laughs> I gotta go, guys. Later. <laughs> See you later, buddy. Have fun. I got things to do. <laughs> Obviously, you've never seen America's Sweethearts. That shit was hilarious. Uh, America's Sweethearts is pretty funny. Yeah. I liked her in The Mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're out of movies. I enjoyed her. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. That's about all she did anyway. Except there's yeah. something about Mary. I don't like something about Mary. Did you like the Charlie's Angels movies? No. The first one was good because I like Drew Barrymore. Hey, Crispin Glover. And Crispin <laughs> Glover was in that movie because he was the thin man. Bam. Brought oh, it back Crispin. around. <laughs> my uh, my favorite Crispin Glover is the movie called At River's Edge with a very young Keanu Reeves. Crispin oh. Glover basically plays just a dude on speed the entire... Like, oh, he's God. just speeding super hard the whole movie. Probably was, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. super method. Keanu also knows about speed. He does know when about he was speed. super young. He's he's not he's not into speed, dude. He slowed way down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is gonna get that joke and die in their car. <laughs> uh, can we die laughing? <laughs> Both? I mean, I they're going to laugh. It's funny anymore, man. Oh. Well, this killed the mood. That was yeah, that was a fair amount of awkward silence. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, cool. We can we continue. Can make it more awkward if you want. Yeah, let's go to the corner. Are we, we going to the corner? How are, hold on, I'm interested in the awkwardness. Were you going to say something like, "Let's take a moment"? Yeah, probably. Okay. I love you, Dave. Love you too, buddy. You, we going to the corner, though? I wish you weren't so awkward, bud. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Me too, bud. You. I. Alright. <laughs> this is weird. Pack up your mics. We're going to the corner. I thought I could be awkward. Oh God, I'm... <laughs> you mind if I stay there this week? It's fucking weird over here. <laughs> Please stay in the corner. <laughs> Welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner, where the point of this corner is for you to go, huh, neat. My dad Boom. stood me in the corner for three hours once. Last week. <sighs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know where this Last story week is going, guys. stood him in the corner for three hours. <laughs> All right. According to Michael J. Fox, he found out there was going to be a sequel to Back to the Future when he watched the VHS version and the words to be continued were added at the end. <laughs> he immediately called his agent to make sure he was going to be in the sequel. <laughs> Sounds about right. Huh. You know, it's almost like he was the Tom Holland of his generation. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, oh, I mean, I feel like he's universally cast as the 80s Spider-Man, right? It's always Michael J. Fox. Oh, that's accurate, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Uh, first film appearance by Elijah Wood. He plays one of the two video game boys to whom Marty speaks Holy in the diner shit. near the start of the film. I didn't realize that either. How did we fucking miss that? This movie just got a .5 added to it. So it's a .5? Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> this isn't Tenet. I'm not giving it away at the beginning. <laughs> What's a Tenet? Uh, You'll have to listen to the episode. No. Okay. But yeah, I didn't realize that either. I'm like, oh shit, there was like a bug-eyed kid there. 
I thought it was Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Time travel. No, Elijah Wood was the Daniel Radcliffe of the 80s, 90s. Yeah. Um, that one we already discussed. Um, same with about that right one. The age for 2015, right? Uh, the ledge <laughs> in the clock tower that Doc broke in Back to the Future is still broken in 2015. They fucking changed all that glass and they didn't fix the fucking they ledge. Didn't fix the ledge. <laughs> um, I got another one. Uh, filmed at the same time as Back to the Future Part Three, uh, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Uh, it was claimed at the time that in four years since Back to the Future nineteen eighty five was made, Michael J. Fox had forgotten how to ride a skateboard. However, motor skills are not so easily lost as in riding a bicycle, and Michael J. Fox has since stated that this was an early symptom of his Parkinson's disease, although the medical diagnosis was not made till 1991. Oh, they knew in 91. Holy shit. Yeah, we were talking about that while we were watching the movie um, when he started to show like symptoms and stuff. So it's like back right in the there. fucking 80s. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He, I know it didn't it didn't affect his career until Spin City. That's why he leaves Spin City and they're replacing him with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, after Biff gets his cane stuck in the DeLorean upon returning to 2015, he starts to thrash around in pain, apparently having a hard time from the exertion. Robert Zemeckis has stated that Biff was experiencing the same thing Marty did at the dance in the first movie, fading out of history. The idea was that by going back in time to give the sports almanac to his younger self, Biff said somehow altered his own future so that he no longer existed in the year 2015. According to script drafts, Biff's wife, Marty's mother, was shot and killed, had shot and killed the abusive Biff in 1996. A deleted scene of the DVD extras makes this much clearer as we actually see Biff vanish. That'd have been cool. Yeah, that would have made like our whole bitch about all of that be just a tiny bit better guys i have it on dvd we can go back and watch the extras and deleted scenes oh dude let's do it i'm a big fan of directors not having to have to explain their movie afterwards (laughs) yeah (laughs) then you don't like david lynch (laughs) well that's that's explaining for a different reason that's usually explaining because the audience didn't get it it's still there (laughs) yeah yeah all the pieces are usually there we're just too fucking stupid Uh, i got one more yep uh, Griff's Pitbull hoverboard was originally to be called Mad Dog to foreshadow his character in Back to the Future Part 3. So why they change it? It doesn't say? No, it doesn't say. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Fuck. That Sorry, that wasn't a very the, good one. That would Well, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a good one if, like, you could find the explanation, because, like, that would... It, I feel like that would tie together really nicely. Yeah. And they just changed it. Like, I don't see why they would change it unless there was a good reason to. Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2015. <laughs> he was talking about the alcohol. Yeah, I know. I was just giving him shit. Uh, you can buy it at your local village pantry. Uh, it's gotten more expensive now. Not sponsored. Do you drink it? No, I mean, I've seen it recently. Okay. Actually, that's not true. Like, a year ago, well, two years ago, we played a show, and I wanted to have a gimmick, and we decided the gimmick was we're going to drink, we're all going to drink a bottle of Mad Dog during our set. And then you realized you were old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to drink a bottle and half a bottle and half of Mad Dog in a twenty five minute set. I almost died. Yeah, that's a I I didn't drink it until I was already too old to drink it. Like I, I was like, <laughs> you know, I've always heard about this stuff. I wonder what it's like. And I bought like a bottle and I was like, Oh fuck off. This is terrible. <laughs> it's not great. No. I grew up poor. I was a poor teenager. Purchased alcohol. I didn't purchase alcohol as a teenager, but I took a sip of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and was like, mm, "Nope, not that poor." What's the statute of limitations on uh, contributing to the to the delinquency? Um, Seven gonna years. Guess five years, mm. or because our judicial system is so fucked, and there's a statute of limitations on things like I don't know rape and pedophilia uh there probably isn't one on contributing to you're probably right so someone 
someone bought us all our liquor when we were like in <laughs> late high school. Uh, and uh, I I had a job, so like I would give them money, and then they would buy buy booze for us to have parties at my friend's house. And I sometimes drank with them, and sometimes drank Mad Dog. No, no okay. I had a job, so I was like I bought like D and D stuff and video games and booze. So it was like yep. I was like I can afford real booze. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I wasn't like, you know, give me that top shelf shit, but I was like, I don't need Kamchatka either. <laughs> I'm a teenager. I can afford like some fucking flavored vodka or some shit. At least get some, uh, Bacardi rum. Some, like t- that stuff's terrible. Don't drink it. But like when you're a kid, you drink like the raspberry Bacardi. Also on that note, we do not endorse underage drinking. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure I'm real fucking stupid compared to how I could have been if I didn't drink all the time when I was 18 to 34. <laughs> <laughs> Same, you know? Same. I was a yeah. late I was a late drinker though. God damn, I'm glad I didn't drink a lot when I was a teenager. So I'd be really fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. Nathan kills the brain cells. You're smart to me, buddy. I don't know if that's saying much. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> oh, I'm sad. I didn't drink a lot when I was a teenager, so it wasn't like until I was out of high school. It was weird. Like a lot of I people, I drink know a lot as an same. adult, but yeah, I've never had. Yeah, I, no, I have tried Mad Dog. Like I, and then like Boone's Farm. That was another one that sat oh. there. That melon no. one wasn't bad. I never really got into Boone's Farm. We used to buy it for the parties at uh, Bill from Indies, but like it was mostly random people drinking it. Yeah. Well, you always get people that like show up with no alcohol, the yeah. shitty alcohol. Yeah. Dave's Drinking Corner. Oh, we could yeah, have we're that still too in the corner. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Some Mike's Hard and some smeared off triple black. Let's go. Do you have more trivia? Um, I could. Probably think of some more if. Uh, oh, I didn't know if you no, had more. If you were done. I was just asking. We like oh. hard tangented while we were still in the corner. So <laughs> no, that, I said that was the last one. But oh, I could okay. Come up with something else. I couldn't hear you over Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Call him my name. No, it doesn't at all. Actually, sometimes it calls my name. Are you gonna find another one? Or are we done? Oh, okay. I'll do another one. Screw it. Um. <laughs> Sorry to pressure you into trivia. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I'm definitely just. I definitely didn't know these, and I'm not looking up IMDb. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, this movie was the most advanced film of its time for using every trick in the book, according to Robert Zemeckis. It was in late 1980s when the concept of CGI was starting. However, in the film, very few CGI effects were actually needed. Yeah. I know the shark was a big deal. Still looks fake. Yeah, it's true. But that's it. We'll officially be done with the corner. This trivia corner. Huh, that's neat. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. All right. We got any final thoughts before we get to ratings here, guys? I have a final thought. Just stop with the first movie. <laughs> A little too late now. <laughs> if you uh, ever sit down and decide, I'm going to watch the back in the future, back, back in the future, back to the future trivia, back to. The, <laughs> back yep, to we're going to watch Back trilogy. to the Future in the future. My name's Russell, and I don't sleep. Uh, just How many monsters have you had today? <laughs> just half yeah, a one. Just, I think I finished it. Yeah, I finished okay, it. One. One. You're used to operating on three. That's the problem. That's so much monster. Yeah, I know. It's obnoxious. I'm yeah. surprised he's not dead. Please don't die, Russell. But yeah, yeah stop at one. I agree. Yeah, one monster. Yeah. <laughs> also, stop at Back to the Future one. Don't watch... Well, I can't say don't watch the trilogy, because like, the third one... I'm worried the third one's not going to make up for it. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of scared. I was like super hopeful after the first one, and now I'm scared. Yeah. That's my final thought. 
I agree. It's totally like the Matrix for me because like we felt the same way, right? Because like we hadn't seen those in a long time. Not as long for me as this has been, but like we watched the first one, and we're like, yeah, this is a good movie, and then we watched the second one, and we're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nah, bruh. I simultaneously like that we talk about a movie every week and dislike like and dislike that we record about it because I don't remember how I felt about two and three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to stop bringing up the past now because apparently it's changed and we're going to do ratings. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this uh uh, I'm gonna give it a six point five. That's why I was gonna give it. Um, cause I I don't know. It's just, the two lead actors just phoned the whole fucking movie in, and like the rest of the movie is okay. Some of the supporting cast phoned it into like, uh, yeah. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Oh god damn it! She like fucking. She just shit the bed in the whole fucking movie. So, and and so did uh, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. So like, like there was one of the most iconic lines in pop culture history is in the first movie, and he had a chance to do it again in this movie, and he just like fucks it up. And he's the guy that said it the first time. We're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Ah, uh, fuck. 6.5. Which line? Uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. Oh, okay. Like, he... Uh, Russell. I'm gonna take off that point five that I was gonna give it for Elijah Wood's first appearance in a film. Because I want to rate it lower than you. <laughs> six. Uh, yeah, Good Hearty Six. Which is one of my lower ratings for movies. Because I really didn't even enjoy it. Like, I didn't have fun. The first movie is fun. Heartfelt. I was emotional. Like, it... it, it, it I, I fucking felt things. Yeah. And so the other thing with this movie is like they're ch- they're chasing the almanac. Like once the almanac is 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 put into play, then it's MacGuffin. It's the MacGuffin, and they're chasing the almanac the rest of the movie. And I think that's the big difference between why the first movie had so much feeling because they're not he's not really chasing a thing, and he you know he's trying to fix a thing that he inadvertently fucks up by being in the past. So. It, you know, because at the beginning of the first one, he's just trying to get away and he ends up in the past and he ends up fucking up his parents and getting married and then he might not exist. And, you know, there's there's drama and turmoil. And then he like gets to see his parents when they were, which is something like everyone has thought about at some point. Right. Like, you know, who were my parents when they were around my age? Yeah. You know, at the point in time when you, yeah, when you, you only know you're acting per- with you them. only know your parents as parents. Yeah. Right. And like. We all know people that have had kids and completely changes them. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, like, what were your parents like before that? You'll never know. Yeah. Unless you get a fucking DeLorean. Yeah. So, like, the first movie is just, you know, and maybe that's part of the problem. The first movie is so fucking good and they yeah, just they... wanted to make more money. Right. Could it's... never live up to it. Yeah. And they weren't going to live up to it. Um, so, so you know, he, he's, like, doing a thing and trying to help, and, like, you know, he meets his dad and sees how his dad was and, like, wants to be proud of his dad, but is finding it very difficult to be proud of his dad <laughs> as he's getting to know him in his younger years. Uh, and then the, the end of the movie pays off. The end of this movie doesn't pay off. It, it's, the end is cool. Because it does a thing that I like where Doc's in the past and he's like, has to figure out how to interact with Marty mm-hmm. in the future. But once again, we're convoluting this idea, their idea of time travel. 
because, yeah, because like now Marty back, has to go back. Right. Does it change the this is why this is why my favorite iteration of time travel is if a thing happened, it always happened. Right. Which is not the back to the future time travel at all. Right. It's all about change and stuff and I, it, it just gets convoluted and it's it, it's hard to write. So um yeah, them chasing the almanac the whole time drives me fucking nuts and I that's I it's the primary bullet point of the movie and I don't like it. Mm. You're right. That's that's my rating. Six. Six. Okay. Dave. Just a quick aside here, Russell. I know you didn't have as much fun in this movie. If you watched it with me, you probably had more fun. I probably would have had more fun. I'm a fun I'm a fun we movie watching. We guy. could have talked about interesting stuff all the way through it and I would have been mentally stimulated as opposed to watching this drivel oh well i didn't mean it like that i'm just saying that i'm a fun guy we should hang out more but all right i gave it a six because it got made they finished a movie it was congratulations they made money six well i'm gonna give it a seven and a half okay um I didn't hate it as nearly as much as you guys, but uh, I enjoyed it. I remember as a kid loving it. It was my favorite one. Mm. But like I, as I mentioned earlier, the first one's way better now. As a, like mm-hmm. as an adult, yeah, way better now. I still liked it though. I agree, it wasn't as fun as it like you know as the first one, but I still enjoyed it. I like all the when they go to the future parts. I like all that stuff. It's like yeah. ridiculous and zany. I like that that eighties. Retro eighties diner they go to. Yeah. Like, fucking. Cool. Who was the the uh the Arab or whatever that was opposite Reagan? Does anybody remember who that's supposed to be? I assumed it was supposed to be Osama. He was a prominent figure for a long time. Not in the eighties. Movie was made in when ninety, no eighty nine. Eighty nine came out in eighty nine. The first time they caught Osama was in ninety two, and he was on U.S. soil, and they had been chasing him for a while. That didn't. No, that was somebody else. I mean, it might have been, but I'm just. I don't. Know. I don't remember who it was, was supposed it was. to be. But yeah, like uh, th- that whole scene's pretty cool. Like, wait, yeah. use my hands was a baby's toy. That was yeah, pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty funny. Seven and a half. We're okay. almost there. Where controllers are obsolete. Oh, I was like, what? Almost to what? Nathan, what you got for me? Well, I was looking at that thing. I was wondering if it was over the Contra affair. Like, mm. was there a guy there from that? I don't know. Oh, that might have made sense. Okay. Um, one was better than two. Had I been here to rate one, I would have been like, I fucking love one. I wasn't, so. Two. Yeah, there's some plot holes there with the time travel thing, and apparently they took out some important scenes. There was enough Elizabeth Shue. But that's most movies, even if Elizabeth Shue's the main character. Yeah. Um, Fair. Yeah. So, I don't know. I still like this movie, like, because it leads up to my favorite part of all these movies is the third one. I love the third movie a lot. And I don't want to sit here and watch Shane and Russell destroy it. (laughs) Just because they love destroying things I love. It's all just revenge. I shit on Blade Runner. That's not. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine, guys. It's like not a big deal. Like there was some good parts about two. There were some bad parts about two. Like the potholes and stuff. Like I said, but I will say this. Okay, this is where the hoverboard came from. Yeah. Okay. That's where the automatic lace-up Nikes came from. All right. That eventually got released. The hoverboard eventually came out. Not exactly the same by any means, but nonetheless. Um, when, and we've had the chance to live through the time period that this movie, you know, got to, and we eclipsed it, you know, there was a lot of draw up on this movie and 
you know, we got to see Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox kind of reunite and like mm-hmm. commercials and on TV. And I just, I don't know. That was a lot of fun. All that stuff and the nostalgia of everything. And I mean, it's still one of those cult classic movies that you enjoy. Yeah. We just should have left it in 1989. We should have, we should have just been like, as most 80s movies. I loved this movie when I was a kid and should have just left it that way. Yeah. I'm sure if we go back and watch other movies, we'd feel the same way. Oh, wait, we have. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, but I mean, this one, like, yeah. we all loved it when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I, like I said, I can understand being, like, upset about certain things, but, you know, I, I watch movies with my heart. Me too, buddy. Okay. So, I love this movie. I don't rate this movie. It's just, it's good. Okay. That's fine. I respect your opinion on this, not on Blade Runner, but on this. It's okay. <laughs> One day I'll go back and watch Blade Runner on my deathbed. <laughs> you can be like, wait until the fucking thing starts going, ee, and then you yeah. can turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I like really enjoy it and I watch the whole thing and then Russell looks over as I slowly like fade from life and I'll be like, it was and then the eight. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never and know. He'll never fucking know. Oh fuck. <laughs> wow. Wow. Although twenty ninety nine was garbage comparatively. Twenty ninety nine. Twenty forty nine. Whatever. Oh, twenty forty nine. Yeah. I love twenty forty nine too. Anyway. I think that's gonna do it for this episode of DQP Does Guys, where we went over Back to the Future Part Two. Next week we are doing Back to the Future Part Three. And then after that, we're doing the Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime original. So that's gonna have been out for a little while. You'll have time to watch it. Digest it before assumably we destroy it. Yep. I just hope Chris Pratt didn't destroy his career with this movie. I don't know. We'll see. Depends. But thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. The time traveling is just too dangerous. Better that I devote myself to study the other great mystery of the universe. Women. You piece of shit. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.